Broadcasting from Rochester, New York, at the intersection of faith and sports, it's Benson and those guys. The exclusive place to hear commentary from those guys, making it the world's number one faith-based sports radio program. Here he is, Benson and those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Welcome to the Benson and Those Guys program. It is good to be back in the saddle and refreshed after a week off and a week away from those guys. <laughs> Darren is away this week, but Zach is here. Christian Dan is here. And I believe that Darren last week made a number of references during last week's program to my wife, not allowing me, I think was the words that he used, out of the house. Now, let me just say two things to clear up to the millions of listeners out there one, Darren is not here this week, and you can infer from that what you will. <laughs> Secondly, that's not how this player rolls. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> let me just say my wife, I I tell my wife what I'm going to do, exactly what I'm going to do. As a matter of fact, I tell her exactly what she is going to do. Now, you can edit all this out, right, Dan? Uh, no, we're rolling. Oh, <laughs> we're live this week. Remember, big mistake. I'm sorry, babe. You're listening to. Uh, we're just going to move on here. You're listening to the Benson and Those Guys program presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the internet, btgprogram.com, or uh, on Twitter. Our twiddle, ha- Twitter, twiddle, twiddle. Our Twitter handle. So it should be shortened yeah. too. Everything else is shortened. Twiddle at BTG program. You know how much my mean my meals mean to me, right, Zach? You know Absolutely. how, yeah, you know, listen, meals are important to me, but I got to tell you guys that I am starving right now. Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Why? There we go. Why do you ask? Because this week in the mail, the Benson Home received its copy of ESPN, the magazine. That's right. The one with one very naked, very tattooed Prince Fielder on the cover, a very overweight tattooed naked Prince Fielder on the cover. And the problem is my wife left the magazine for me there on the kitchen table where my family eats its meals in my home. I haven't been able to go near the table with the horrors that lie there. In all seriousness, no. What are you thinking? Where are your brains, man? What? Why in the world are you putting Prince Fielder without any clothes on, on the cover of your magazine. Now, I know there's a couple of other issues out there, a couple other editions. you got Venus Williams. you got some others that grace the cover. Um, but it is horrible. If this is ESPN's answer to uh, SI's swimsuit issue, ESPN is in trouble. But let me just say this. In regards to my sports magazines, uh, my sports journals, I don't want naked people in them. Please just give me sports. Right. Sorry about that. This Darren is not with us this week. Next week, Dan, Christian Dan will not be with us. <laughs> I went to look up the uh, picture, and uh, ESPN, of course, has to have a commercial go with everything. Don't do it. Don't oh, look I at saw it. it. I saw it. And uh, I started to believe the guy's a vegetarian, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> That's uh, a lot of vegetables. But yeah, yeah. It's a lot of vegetables, a lot of pulse, as Maybe they say. Maybe a lot of vegetable oil. A lot of pulse, as they'd say in the book of Isaiah. But anyway, I think that the reason why they do it is because we're talking about it. You just fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Guess who's going to be on the cover of next year's ESPN, the magazine? Remember those old-time cartoons <laughs> where the 
guy does something embarrassing, he walks out and his head turns to a you know a lollipop and it says sucker across it. Right. Uh, that just happened. <laughs> that just happened here live in the BTG studios. Again, I'm, I'm going to make that work, Dan. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to do hey, that. Hey, whatever you got to do, I'm, I'm all for it. Hey, who doesn't dig Star Wars, right? We all like Star Wars. The lightsaber is the coolest thing going. I mean, I'm super amped for part seven coming out or part VII, whatever you want to call it. And Zach, I know you're a fan. I mean, I know you're a fan. With your unbelievable hairiness, did you happen to take any calls from George Lucas in regards to playing Chewbacca in the new Star Wars? No, uh, I told him uh, I'm a little too busy with my NBA fan free agency to to worry about being in a movie at this time. Got it. We're going to touch on that a little later. But uh, the Portland Sea Dogs, if you're a Star Wars fan, unveiled that they will be playing in Chewbacca-styled uniforms on August 16th when they host... The Richmond Flying Squirrels. The unis do not feature real hair, so don't get worried, but are complete with hair-like imprinting and Chewbacca's trademark gunsling over the left shoulder. Now, we'll try to get Zach, if he will, to tweet out a picture of the uniform sometime after the program. But I can't decide, guys, if I think this is the coolest thing ever or the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, It's definitely the coolest thing ever. It's definitely the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chewbacca uniforms on the baseball field. The only thing that might be close to as cool as this are the minor league hats that have bacon on the front. <laughs> the Montgomery biscuits are pretty awesome as well. I, I don't I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies by the way. Never wanted to, never cared to, never will. Really? Never. Nope, nope, won't happen. Um and uh but Every, you turned teams out that, all right. Yeah, I know. And the uniforms out there, kids like it, gets people to the ballpark, it's minor league ball, let them do it. The dogs are a minor league affiliate of the Boston Red Sox, and so I wonder if there's not some sort of hair theme going on (laughs) with that organization in order to be the anti to the New York Yankees and their clean-shaven style, you know, embracing that whole dirt dog thing that the Red Sox seem to have going on. But the Sea Dogs plan to auction off the jerseys after the game with proceeds benefiting the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I hope it's online, so... Uh, you guys can get your Sea Dogs Chewbacca uniform. I think that should be the official uniform of Benson and those guys. The Chewbacca, yeah, yeah, oh, no. absolutely. <laughs> That's well, you're practically wearing it. <laughs> I just have to take off my shirt. Here's something going on: the Brooklyn Nets, in an attempt to woo a certain free agent fan, has notified their creepy mascot that they will not be bringing him back for next season. The Death Knight or whatever that thing has to be. Have you ever seen it? One of the creepiest things, uh, creepiest mascots in all of sports. Parts, part of me feels bad for the guy. I'm not sure how many job openings there are for creepy Death Knight mascot, but perhaps we can reach out to him and his people and see what it would take to secure a deal to bring him here to Rochester as Darren's replacement on Benson and those guys. <laughs> Now talk about being in the right place at the right time. 17-year-old, and I am going to butcher this name, 17-year-old Excel whatever of Belgium was spotted at a World Cup game by cosmetic company L'Oreal and hired as the company's star of the day. In related news, Benson and those guys are in negotiations with the station to simulcast our program in hopes of being spotted and getting a modeling career in the very same way. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. (laughs) A.J. Pruszynski 
was designated for assignment by the Boston Red Sox this week. And you can insert any number of jokes here. Take the well-deserved shot at Pruszynski, who has turned many fans against him with his antics over the years. But don't you guys think, with A.J. Pruszynski being designated for assignment, that this isn't more of a what in the world were you thinking towards the, the, the Boston Red Sox? I mean, as I recall, they, re, they touted him uh, as a big deal signing. This was significant, uh, something that would go a long way in them defending their World Series title. Did anybody think that A.J. Brzezinski was going to make the difference for the Boston Red Sox. I never thought he would make the difference, but I thought that he would actually be a leader in the clubhouse. Uh, he is one of the five most hated ball players in baseball. Uh, ten years ago, when the Twins originally let him go because Joe Mauer was coming up on the up the pike, he thought that Brzezinski's career uh, was oh, was over. But no, he ends up going on and winning World Series. He played with the White Sox, and he had a, he's had a pretty good career since then. But I'm a little shocked that they just decided to pull the plug on him now. So he must be really poisoning the waters. Like I heard Steve Phillips this week, former Mets GM, say, Hey, when your team's winning, he's great. But when your team's losing, he is not a good person to be around. So maybe that's why. I read the report today that one of the things that the Red Sox have allegedly leaked out after they cut him in the way that they usually do, um, that they were concerned because in one instance, a young pitcher had a really bad start and was like visibly crying at his locker. And at the locker, one or two down, Pruszynski was on his phone texting, not consoling the young pitcher. And I, and I don't know. I know a lot of superstition. You don't talk to your pitcher. You let him do his thing on game day, whatever. But knowing A.J. Przinsky's reputation, what's he going to say to this kid that this kid's going to want to hear anyways? You can't put your arm around a guy. If you're crying in the, in the clubhouse, I don't know what, what, what Przinsky could have done one way or another to help this kid out of the, hey, man, you know, hey, give another shot. It's Przinsky we're talking about. You know the animal when you got him. This is a good place for me to ask you guys this, talking about free agent signings, Pruszynski being let go. Um, With the all-star break upon us, looking back over the first half of the season, who's been the best free agent signing? I think without a doubt it's got to be Nelson Cruz. Without a doubt, I would agree. Nelson Cruz is tearing it up, and if you're the New York Yankees, or really if you're any team in baseball, man, you regret not picking him up for the little amount of money. Well, I think uh, with the Alex Rodriguez fiasco, I think Cashman kind of wanted to steer clear of that because Nelson Cruz was on that same list. Um, you know, I, you could make an argument for Tanaka, but now all of a sudden with his elbow issues, uh, <laughs> his season may be over too. I think, I think Tanaka is definitely, as far as importance to their team, he's probably the best. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at. For the amount, Nelson Cruz got one year at $8 million. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was he, a steal. If he got hurt it was, it was today and didn't play the rest of the year, he'd already has earned that $8 million. Yes. He, he's he's got to be the most valuable. He's a bargain. And, and his manager even stuck up for him with John Lackey trying to insinuate this uh, past weekend. When the, the, when the Red Sox and Orioles are getting together, they're starting to turn into Yankees-Red Sox, too. They're starting to build a rivalry there. The, the, the Orioles are getting good. The Red Sox are getting bad. And here comes Buck Showalter going off on Lackey. Because Lackey tried to insinuate that you know Nelson Cruz used PEDs and... Uh, Showalter's basically like say, well, look at your own roster, <clears throat> David Ortiz. Look at your own guys. All right, you won World Series with that guy. All right, and the guy gets away with everything. So come on, man, just take a step back and just give the guy some credit. You're gonna get, you're gonna get Zach going if you're getting on David Ortiz. He <laughs> that's that's a that's just a, a thorn in his fanny when it comes to mm-hmm. David Ortiz because mm-hmm. the guy gets away with anything. Anyway, coming up later in the program, we got. 
more stuff. In fact, we got, we're going to talk about NBA free agent stuff that will surprise you, and it is not Carmelo, and it is not LeBron. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester, 95.7 FM and 9.50 AM. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. We're glad you're with us this morning. In the studio with us is my good friend. He's from out of town. He's actually from town, but he moved away. He is working with uh, in a Latino ministry in Atlanta. My good friend Josh Merriman is here. Josh, welcome to the program. Welcome. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. It's glad it, to be here. It, you don't don't take all the time now. I'm trying. You know, right. I'm trying to steal your thunder. I've actually listened to your show a couple of times. Been very impressed, and uh, I didn't think I'd have the privilege or the opportunity to actually stand in front of this microphone. <laughs> and I'm so in awe. I don't even know what to say. Did you catch all our World Cup talk? Yeah, it blew me away. I'm just we're we're this is a soccer program. We're pretty much <laughs> I we're, we're soccer that. people. I gathered that you are very world minded in in but that respect. You, however. Are a soccer guy. I love soccer. I'm going to tell one We're quick call it story. Football. Let's let's correct it. It's football. 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 Exactly. Football. We're going to be I'm going world. to tell one quick story. Josh and I uh, were in the we're in the Dominican Republic on a missions trip. In fact, Josh was there for a year or so, weren't you? Or six months. Six months. Close. 
Um, well, you were six months in Mexico yes, before then, that, so it seemed exactly. like a yeah. year that you were away. Pretty much. But Josh tells me, Dan, Zach, he says, he says, listen, you know the Dominican, they're baseball crazy. Baseball crazy. Nutso. So he says, well, that's just because they don't know soccer. I'm going to show them soccer. And he runs out there and he gets a soccer ball, and they are all playing. And, you know, it goes for a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. They're playing soccer. Having we had a, great a good thing time. going. We had, had a, a good, good thing, going. thing going. And I, it was like I was a fisherman, man. I'm like, what's that cat? Jimmy Houston. I'm just letting the line <laughs> out, you know. And then I pulled it in. I walked out there with a couple of bats. And that's all glove. he had to do. A couple of bats, it was one over, glove, people. and a ball. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the soccer game that we had going for us, gone. Pelota, pelota. Vamos a jugar pelota. That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's play baseball. <laughs> I don't get it. And the world loves football. But, no. The Dominican, no. I don't understand. Baseball rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's what I want to ask you. Yes, Here's why I wanted to have you on. You have um, been influenced over the years. Yes. been involved in sports. Yes. Uh, I've been involved in a number uh, of, of sports with you. I would like uh, to ask you, how, how did you first come to Christ, and how has sports ministry influenced your life? Well, if I were to say how I came to Christ or how I came to know the love and grace of Jesus, I couldn't do that without sports, particularly the sports at First Bible Baptist Church, which you're well aware of through G&T Athletics. As a, as a young child growing up, and oh, I can't believe I actually played I baseball. The, I hear the director of that program is yes. outstanding. He's, he's a shark. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, through baseball, basketball, and happy five soccer, yes. Um, the devotional times during those sports introduced me to Jesus and to his amazing word. And, and even at such a young age, the, the word, the Bible was cultivated in my heart. And when I 11 or 12 years old, it finally clicked that, hey, you know, I need Jesus. I need his love in my life and I need his forgiveness. And, and I can, beyond a shadow of a doubt, attribute that to the influence that G&T Sports played in my life using sports as a venue for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know you're smiling as you're looking over at me talking about G&T because, you know, we all know my involvement there. But the significant thing, one of the purposes of this program is we, we believe in sports ministry. Absolutely. We love to hear about Christian athletes. We like to highlight uh, and, and profile Christian athletes who have uh, reached the top of their field. And we'll talk. We've had some others on, some uh, athletes on that have shared their testimonies and yes. how they came to Christ. and. Uh, sports ministry. America loves sports. They gather for sports. You can throw like we did in the Dominican. You throw a couple of bats and a couple of balls and some gloves out there, and you will gather a crowd. What an opportunity to share the love of Christ. And that, Absolutely. You were doing that in both Mexico and in the Dominican. And you, Do you do that in Atlanta? Tell me a little bit about what you're doing in Atlanta. Absolutely. Um, well, in Atlanta, it's a heavy-duty Latino population, and because of that, we love soccer. And I'm sorry, I hope I don't offend in the next segment that I'm talking. But we, we <laughs> Too def- late. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But we definitely use soccer as a venue to reach into our community. Anytime our church gathers for an event, we bust out two goals and a soccer ball, and people come, people play. And uh, we use that as a venue to share Jesus and his amazing love in their lives. Now, you... Atlanta's in the south. It very much. And you talk pretty fast. I do. I'm from Rochester. How, do, how does that go over in the beloved south? It, it doesn't go over very well <laughs> with Southerners or Latinos, for that matter. But Well, Josh, I'm glad you're with us. I just want you, you to you know, uh, feel free to interject. But I do want to talk about, for a minute, the World Cup. It yes. is almost over. Olé! 
ole, 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 ole. Okay, I'm you, you have the ability to mute his. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can yeah, look that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the World Cup's almost over. Tomorrow, the final between Germany and Argentina. I'm not one for predictions because nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows. Yeah, how could you have ever predicted Germany's 7-1 to one shellacking of Brazil? You can't predict In Brazil, stuff. while yeah. they're hosting the World Cup. Did yeah. you see the game? I saw some of it, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, not for Brazil, but for Germany. It just showed what a world power they are. Yeah, it was good stuff. Dynamite. Nazi harborers versus ex-Nazis. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not for predictions, but we got a room here. Guy, Who are you rooting for, and what do you think that's going to turn out, Dan? You know, I, I gosh, I got to be honest. You know what? Uh, it would really, really sting Brazil. Not that I want to sting Brazil. I have no reason to sting Brazil. But, man, not only do they get pummeled by Germany, but then Argentina beats the, the Germans? Something they couldn't do? I think that would be the best storyline. So I think that would be the way to go. And I think Alex Sluke, a guy who's friends with you guys and uh, is a graduate of the uh, Bible Institute of First Bible Baptist Church, I believe he's got some ties to Argentina. I don't know if he wants to go be a missionary there or something like that, or if he's part Argentine. I don't know. His father's Argentinian. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So well, let's root for Alex. And That's the, why we have Josh on right. the program. <laughs> let's root for Alex in Argentina then, in the Diego Maradona uh, uniforms. Zach, do you have a rooting interest? I forgot there was still soccer going on. That's that's the American. That's it. The debate reigns. It's funny you say that because the debate reigns on. Will soccer ever make it in the United States? Now, some Gab Show hosts are already saying there is no debate because soccer has made it. It's already here. It's made it. But I, I'm telling you that a year from now, I don't believe nobody's going to care about soccer again. I, and I've been on the bandwagon, man. You saw me. I was in studio in my England shirt even after they got uh, yeah, exited was a sad from departure. the tournament. Yeah. That was a sad departure. Um, but I've been all about this. This has been a fun tournament. But a year from now, nobody's going to talk about because I don't think the MLS or the Premier League, mm-hmm. for you guys, will that ever really do it for you? Zach gave us the answer already. He said, you know, he right. forgot soccer's even still going on. The deal with, with soccer in America as compared to other countries of the world, and we'll say football, is the fact that America has so many sports. we got baseball, good we got sports. basketball, we got football, lacrosse is making a big hit. Women's other- tennis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In other countries, it's not that Croquet. way. You go to Brazil, what do Anything they play? Anything more exciting than soccer? <laughs> they play soccer in Brazil. You go to Germany, what do they play? They play soccer. There's not the competitive level. And so, like you said, every four years, this big hype of, yes, America has the chance to go to the World Cup, to the quarterfinals, maybe do it. And then when they exit, soccer kind of vanishes to the background. Let me ask you, soccer guy, let yes. me ask you a serious question. They are, in these other countries, soccer is very popular. Absolutely. Do you think that's a result of their educational system? Ooh. Ooh. I want to ask you guys this. As long as I do. I'm asking I, I, I know it <laughs> just moves on. I know I that's it. I know that's the truth. I think I think it's a result of financial as a result. It's it's much easier to, to, to play with a soccer ball as compared to baseball where you need the equipment or football where you need the equipment. I want to see how much soccer's really made it. I've got a test here. This is kind of a you know, the MLS is America's highest level of soccer. Um so I want to ask you guys a couple of MLS uh questions. So, Dan, Zach, I want you guys, you guys can play along at home, mm-hmm. but let me ask you this, true or false, first question, is there an MLS franchise in San Jose? Yes, there is. Zach? Dan said yes, so I'm going to say no. 
There is one. Do you know who it is? I don't remember the name. I know there because uh, I know when the MLS first started that there was a franchise in San Jose, and the the joke was, well, not what, not Oakland or San Francisco. The San Jose Earthquakes currently occupying the ninth and final position in the Western Conference. Here's a second question: What is the name of the MLS franchise in Missouri? There's an MLS franchise in Missouri. There is one. Would it be the Columbia DC United? No. The Missouri Sunburn? <laughs> no. The it Missouri Anti Mormons? <laughs> wow. It is Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I keep forgetting Kansas City's in Missouri. There's nothing else going on there. Sporting Kansas City, and I don't know if that's the Old Testament or New Testament definition of sporting. You Bible scholars know exactly what I mean. Question number three. And so far, the MLS has not impacted my two friends in studio here. True or false? The Toronto Whitecaps are an MLS franchise. True. I think no. That sounds more like a hockey name to me. Well, it's false. They're, they are not. The Toronto Whitecaps are not an MLS franchise. However, the Toronto FC is, okay. and the Vancouver Whitecaps oh. are. Okay. It's so kind of a trick question there. That was tricky, but Two more. That was tricky. Two more. You guys are failing. <laughs> Over or under, there are 20 MLS franchises in the league. 20 under. MLS teams. I'm going under. Under. I'm going to say under, too. You're both right. There are 19, of which 10, by the way, will make the playoffs. Last question. What is the nickname of the MLS franchise in Seattle? Oh. The Mocha? No. I, oh, that would be a I, good one. I know this. It's not the Timber. That's Portland. Um, yeah, see, there you go. The Portland Timbers. Uh, Seattle. It's, it's, it's one of those names that doesn't have an S at the end of it. Is it, is it, is it? Seattle Sounders FC. Okay. Seattle so Sounders right. FC. <laughs> By the way, what does FC correct. stand for? Football, Football club. club. Oh, that doesn't count. Football Club. Seattle Sounders <laughs> FC, currently the top team in all of the MLS with 35 points with an 11-4 and four, and, of course, two ties record. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. 
Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. We've been talking with uh, my friend Josh Merriman about soccer. We've had some World Cup discussion, and I want to share a little bit about uh, Tim Howard. After the U.S.'s valiant effort in defeat against Belgium, a game in which goalkeeper Tim Howard really did everything he could. How many saves did he have? A lot. I 16. think it was a record. Is yes. That, is that true? A record. That is yes, a, absolutely. A World, World Cup, Cup record. record. Tim uh, Howard saves. Tim Jesus How- saves and Tim, Tim Howard, Howard saves. saves. I've seen that and I've liked that. In fact, he saved so much that after the game, the Wikipedia website briefly listed as the Secretary of Offense as Tim Howard. Uh, the page was quickly re-edited back to the <laughs> correct Secretary of Defense, Chuck Hagel, although it, do, it did note that Hagel had not blocked any goals. He had blocked exactly zero goals for the U.S. in the Belgium match. But here's what you may not know about Tim Howard, is that he spent the first 10 years of his life with an undiagnosed case of Tourette syndrome. Howard says that, uh, obviously... He he did not experience a lot of peace at that time uh, during those years. He says that while his life may have felt chaotic, he could always count on one person to provide calmness and stability in his life, and that was his grandmother. Howard said that his grandmother's sense of peace came from her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Through her, God revealed his love for Tim Howard, and it wasn't long before Tim was following in her footsteps. He wanted the same kind of faith and peace that she had. Tim Howard says that if his soccer career went away tomorrow, he knows that he would still have peace, and that probably, this is Tim Howard saying, that probably sounds crazy to most people, but that's the kind of peace that Christ gives. It is rooted in his love and surpasses all understanding. In fact, Tim Howard references Mark chapter 4. He gives the account where the disciples crossing a lake with Jesus, a severe storm arises, and fearing for their lives while Jesus sleeps in the boat, When they woke him, Jesus commanded the wind and the sea to be still, and there was peace. The star goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team tells people that Jesus can do the very same thing in their lives. Among our storms and our chaos, Jesus provides peace. Just a little something you may not have known about Tim Howard and why Benson and Those Guys program is on the air. That's I, I mean I, I didn't know I, that. Yeah, I think that's significant. And, Absolutely. You know, I know I've, Josh on Facebook has made several posts to that effect, but um, that's exciting to hear. Somebody I mean, again. That's, that's global. A man that's representing Jesus Christ, not just on a national level, but a global level, saying given his the, peace comes from Jesus Christ. I think that's awesome. Getting the praise and the glory back to him. But let's turn our attention to the real uh, sport. I guess this is where I go now. This this is where you, okay. this is where you go. Thanks for joining us. Much to the much to the disappointment of many and probably a shock to all was to hear that Josh Groban was arrested for DWI. 
a favorite of my wife's and maybe everybody's favorite singer around Christmas time uh, of Christmas songs, Josh Groban. There have even been news reports that the Cleveland Browns, for some reason, are most impacted by uh, Josh <laughs> uh, Groban. Peasant, the, peasant. What? Uh, I think you might be a little confused. Josh Groban is a classically trained singer with lustrous hair. Josh Gordon is the Pro Bowl wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. I think you may have the two confused. So Josh Groban didn't get a DWI. No, no, Josh Groban is still good. Yeah, you, don't want, you don't want to start that rumor now. I'm once again needing to apologize to my wife. <laughs> you Josh, here first, folks. Josh Groban, DWI. <laughs> Josh Gordon. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Josh Gordon. Well, Josh Gordon has already had his fair share of problems in his short career. Uh, in fact, I heard last season one of his teammates said that uh, Gordon had gra- uh, gathered up a small crowd of teammates and said, I want to promise you guys that I won't be in trouble again. This then, after that, came the report of a of a failed drug test for marijuana that could possibly lead to his suspension for the entire 2014 season. After that, after that proclamation, I want to promise you guys that I won't be in trouble again. Now, on top of that, there's a recent DWI. Hey, what is it that these athletes, and I, I suspect that for many years they're told they're special. The laws don't apply. The rules don't apply. These guys, the league has to come down with some sort of significant penalty. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't just put this away. Uh, guys aren't getting it. By the way, it's for their own good if the league comes down. They need to wake up. They need to check themselves. What do you think goes on in their mind? Uh, Well, like you said, you've been told you're great since day one, and you've never stopped being great in your own mind. And I think in his mouth, he there's a lot of young people don't understand there's wanting something. It's an action. It's not a feeling. And you could want, say, you could want to be, I'm sorry. You could want to be sorry. You could apologize till you're blue in the face. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen again. And mean it. But it's not a feeling. It's an action. You have to show it. He clearly hasn't taken the steps to avoid the temptations, and he needs help. This is a guy who, who has addiction. He needs help. He needs and help. He, he needs, I don't think the Browns should release him. I think he should basically spend a year or so with someone at his side, like a, like a John Lucas-type figure or Herm Edwards or somebody like that, or Tony Dungy who can bring him along, much like Michael Vick, and rehabilitate the kid so, could, so he could be a productive talent. Because you can turn your life around. Chris Carter and so many others showed us that you could do that. And Chris Carter said, the best thing Buddy Ryan did for me, and he told his wife, and his wife said, you're going to regret doing this. He goes, I have to. He goes, I'm going to let you go. And he said, and Chris Carter said it was the best thing that could have ever happened was the Philadelphia Eagles letting him go. He straightened his life out, and he became a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Josh Gordon has that Hall of Fame talent, but his window's closing, and he's going to have a year off. Think about that. I think he needs the help. I think the Browns need to give it to him. I think the Browns need to get him help. Uh, I think he will absolutely get another opportunity in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to have multiple opportunities. After a while, teams no, he, do start to steer clear. He's got one shot left. And you got to make it. One GM said it uh, this way. He says that uh, they will get another opportunity. Here's probably what's going to happen. He's going to show up on, on, on an Oprah program, declare his so- sobriety or Oprah or something like that, and then teams will bid for him again. And these guys do that. They sit out. They come on on some talk show. They, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sober. And I think you make a great point, Dan, that being sorry – 
and repentant are two different things. Right, it's an action. It's not. It, it's not a feeling. You. Uh, it, it is much like uh, our own sin, our own mm-hmm. sinful lifestyle. I can be sorry all day long. That's not going to make a difference without me being repentant. And that's what these uh, athletes, whether it's baseball, football, whatever, uh, football two O's, Josh. Uh, these guys need to get it. They need to get their lives in order. But what I don't understand, what I don't understand, and I'm not here to debate alcohol, but what is the significance? Leave it alone. If you are an athlete, and we're going to talk a little bit later about another alcohol-related incident, but just leave the stuff. Stop getting in those situations where you're going to be around it. Leave the alcohol alone. There is nothing good that is coming out of it. Yeah, it's 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 easier said than done, though. Uh, knowing people who have been through that, it's like I know people who have had to get up in the middle of the night to have a drink. Once you're that far gone, and yeah, it's it's easy it's easy to say, hey, you know, you just 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 avoid it. But you know, if if he's got a serious addiction, then he's got to get a ser- I would serious agree. help. And if he really wanted to get the help, he would have taken that extra step to do it. He hasn't done that yet. Well, now. He's got plenty of time to think about it, and he better go do it because his career is about it. He's going to end up like an Icky Woods-type figure or somebody else like who had the world at his fingertips and dropped the ball. And I just want to say, I'm, I'm not minimizing how hard that is. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not saying that's easy. Mm-hmm. It, it is a lot easier said than done. But what to your point, the Cleveland Browns, if they're not going to cut him, need to get him the help. It, or the NFL mm-hmm. needs to step in and get him the help he needs. Because a young, young man. Because some team, if they do cut him, will sign him and get him that help. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, you're sitting on your couch, and I'm not justifying this. You're sitting on your couch having marijuana or whatever. Uh, you're getting in a car with a DWI. That's a lot. More, you're, you're putting a lot right. more people at risk. Coming up later in the program, we're going to talk some more NBA free agency. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. 
Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Dude, that voice on that return intro. Mm-hmm. Man, that's just a welcome back. Yeah. Just, they should hire that guy to do voice work for everyone. What They should. And I think He's one good. of these weeks, we're just going to have that playing in an endless loop for like 60 minutes. Benson and those guys. That guy? That That's the guy, Dan. It makes it easy to get pumped up for the show. Benson re- and those guys, driven by Jeep. I, I recommend highly you call the station and you get that guy introducing you wherever you go. Right. I mean, you, I'm not saying you have to do it on TV or radio. Maybe you're just walking into a building. Maybe you're walking in the church on Sunday. You get Dan, and now walking into church, Benson and those guys. And now, taking the pulpit, Rick Benson and those guys. Walking Different into night. McDonald's, <laughs> getting a Big Mac, Benson and those guys. A two number fours and a number seven. That would be the best. Supersize. <laughs> a jury. Speaking about alcohol incidents, we're, we were talking about that before the break. A jury has found that the Los Angeles Dodgers are, in part, guilty of negligence in the 2011 beating of Giants fan Brian Stowe. The Dodgers will be responsible for about 25% of the total $18 million uh, damage award. Now, this is a tragic situation. I understand I am in no way making light of it or uh, and I mean no res- disrespect but what are the Dodgers supposed to do Stowe goes out into the parking lot by the way by the way drunk to the point of two times the legal limit to drive and gets beat up by two Dodgers fans terrible thing the criminals are guilty but I, I am certain that uh, Stowe's not going to be getting any money from these dirt bags because they probably don't have any money, which is why the Dodgers needed to be mentioned in this lawsuit. But what do you do? You're a major league team. These guys go out in the parking lot and they thump one another. And it is hard for me. It is hard for me. He's got all my sympathy. I'm not justifying anything. But this guy just, uh, the, the, prose- the prosecutor, the prosecuting attorney is trying to make the point that the only thing that Stowe did wrong was wear a jacket that said Giants on it. I have a real hard time buying that. He, the the accounts of witnesses said he was running the flap a little bit, mm-hmm. getting a little little involved there, and brought on some of that. Again, not justifying it, not minimizing it. Not I don't mean any disrespect, but uh, the defense attorney t- attorney argued that there were things Mister Stowe did that put these things in action. Adding, you don't get yourself this drunk, and then say it's not your fault. This is a horrible situation altogether, and I know the guys had countless medical expenses, but, I mean, the fact that the Dodgers are liable, partly liable for this because there's not enough security. I mean, what do you want, a personal escort for every person? You know what you're getting into. You know how much, I mean, you're an adult. Act like it, okay? The gi- the guy's responsible? Yeah, they're responsible, not the Dodgers. This is a joke, and it's laughable, and it just goes to, like, you know, everybody talking about tort reform. I, you know, I, the Dodgers could I should fight this. I don't know if they will. But this is ridiculous. Probably, you know, if they're on the hook for $4 million, $5 million, whatever that is, that figure is, that's not a lot of money to the Dodgers. To me, it's a principal thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money to the two dirtbags who are uh, obviously not going to be paying anything. But, again, here's an alcohol-related incident. Alcohol in sports, and I know it's never going to happen because of the money involved. I understand the sponsorship and all the, the big companies. But adding alcohol to a sporting event, bad Things often happen, and I know there's people all over listening right now saying, well, I drink responsibly, and I just enjoy it. I go to the game, and it adds to my pleasure 
Really? You can't just go to the game and enjoy it with a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi-Cola. You have to have alcohol. And I'm not debating the merits of alcohol. Listen, everybody's got their own opinion. I'm just saying I have seen fights at little kids' games because alcohol was involved. Seven- and eight-year-old players, and they're getting in fights because alcohol was involved. I I completely agree. I, I don't see what the Dodgers could have done any differently, and I think that I, I'm a Bills fan. I go to a lot of Bills games here because I'm a local I'm sorry. <laughs> and I go to Bills-Dolphins games, and I see Dolphins fans brave enough to come in. They're teal and orange, wearing their gear, and you know what? They walk around wearing their gear, and no one punches them in the face because they keep their mouth shut. I agree that wearing the Giants jacket is probably not the only thing Brian started wrong, and I... I think if those guys are sober, this probably doesn't happen. I've seen, I don't know, I've seen, I've been to Bills games where I've seen people just wear the other team's jerseys and getting, getting harassed. Like little kids wearing a Marino jersey, being called names and stuff like, you know, it's something about the, it's not just a game and it's an event. Baseball, this doesn't happen as often, of course, unless you're in San Francisco, or in the San Francisco, uh, LA rivalry. Um, Yankees, Red Sox games, I'm sure. Alcohol adds to that, absolutely. Unfortunately, we're adults and you're supposed to drink responsibly. And if you're dumb enough to go spend nine bucks a beer and to keep throwing down nine bucks a beer, then you deserve to get your butt kicked occasionally to snap you out of it to realize you can't keep doing that. You got to keep your wits about you. You can't just drink, drink, drink until you fall down or somebody knocks you down. Down. Eventually, you got to be adults here. They're not going to stop serving alcohol. So go be an adult and, yeah, try it. Drink responsibly. You don't have to funnel in the parking lot. You don't have to, like, you know, run laps with the Canadians in, at Ralph Wilson Stadium, uh, checking everybody into the buses that came in from Toronto in, a, in an impromptu scratch hockey game. You don't have to partake in that stuff. Be an adult. The opinions heard on this program are that of the co-host himself and in no way that of the station or the other hosts on the program. I am not certain anybody deserves to get their butt kicked at a sporting event. I I know I I do know what you mean. I'm 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 not saying that you deserve it, but I'm saying like, hey, look, if you're going to got to keep your wits about you, got to keep your head in a swivel. If you're like drinking nine or ten of those nine dollar beers, then hey, man. Sorry. Like the guys at the Bills game who um, gets kicked out. Bills-Dolphins game Thursday night. Perfect example. Gets kicked out. What happens? He trips, falls in ravine, drowns. Who's responsible? The Bills. Really? Yeah. Really? They got the deepest pockets. Hey, I want to change uh, directions for a minute. I don't want to run out of time on this week's program before we address it. Several weeks ago, uh, our own Zach, one of those guys, declared free agency as an NBA fan, not much of an NBA follower. He has declared free agency. He has tweeted each and every NBA team, including some of the owners and players directly. Uh, he has heard back from some. He, uh, I don't believe, has made a decision as of yet. Is that accurate, Zach? Uh, I can say that the list has been narrowed by about 50%, but as of yet, no, that I have not signed anything or made any official decision. Can you give us an update on where I know your your self-proclaimed agent isn't here, so you're on your own, but can you give us an update of where negotiations are? Yes. Um, well, as you know, I, I received offers from uh, Cleveland, from I shouldn't say offers, interest from Orlando, uh, Cleveland, uh, Phoenix, and Toronto. Um, Cleveland's offer, I felt... Um, 
I felt, A, that they were a little too focused on LeBron and not focused enough on me. Uh, I felt that they made me wait too long uh, before their correspondence and also that their tweets were too full of hashtags. So um, I, unless they really, really come back with a, a heartfelt offer, I think Cleveland can be ruled out. Hmm. You heard really? it here first on the Benson and those guys program. It's interesting. So they are choosing LeBron, and that has offended. If I heard you right, their courting of LeBron has turned you off. Uh, I think that's safe to say. I, I, hmm. I just think that uh, their resources are focused elsewhere and not on me at this. That'll time. come back to bite them if indeed he goes back to Miami or signs with another team, and and then Cleveland ends up without that guy zach right uh, it's weird because like uh just like this past week when people in akron were camping out of lebron's house while he was in vegas uh hoping he would like you know show up and re-sign with cleveland um i think the cleveland cavaliers front office right now is at zach's house camping out while he's here taping the show benson and those guys hoping he'll come home and sign with with cleveland do you have people in place to prevent that sort of thing uh, I do, and that's one reason why we've agreed not to use our last names on the show. We like that anonymity and that uh, little bit of a barrier between us and uh, uh, the crazed fans. Oh, okay. Let me just be straightforward, <laughs> if I might, and ask you. You said it's been narrowed down. Are there two teams that you feel, uh, and maybe you don't want to elaborate, but are there two teams that are you feel are really in the running right now? Yes, I feel that... Uh, while Orlando was the first team to express any interest, and while they they made a very a very good pitch to me, I just feel that I don't I don't know the direct, I like the direction that they're going, but I feel that they're a few years away. And uh, you know, it, it it was a tough decision to make, but I've ruled them out as well. I think hmm. uh, so. Right now, I, I I think Toronto and Phoenix are the two teams that really have stood out to me. There's something you don't hear every day. Toronto and Phoenix, the weather. Much different in two cities. Is that going to affect you as a fan? Uh, I don't think so. Um, being from Rochester, the weather in Toronto is not that much different than what I'm used to. And geographically, it's very close. And Phoenix, uh, by all accounts, is a very beautiful place to live. And it, it's no snow to worry about. So there's pros and cons to either place. Scorpions. Just Rock on. Scorpions. The, the rock yeah. band? Yeah, that too. <laughs> all right. I didn't know they were Phoenix. I thought they were German or something. <laughs> anyway, Zach, I want to thank you for the update. We are probably another week or two, I'm guessing, as you make your opinion. I don't uh, decision. I don't mean to rush you, um, but ESPN has been calling, and we are looking for a half-hour program, the decision 2014 <laughs> with that guy, Zach. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. 
The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Digging that voice, y'all. Joining us now on the program, former Benson and Those Guys co host, <laughs> Darren. Where are you, man? You are living life on uh, just laying on the beach, right? Frying like a lobster, doing nothing more. Oh, man, I am so burnt. Yeah, I've seen the pictures on Facebook, man. You look like you're having a ball. But, hey, I, I just even, want to check with Dan. Hey, stop is, man. talking, man. <laughs> this is why you're not on the program. I'm just messing with you. Dan, you get, you're ready with the mute button, right? Yes, I am. He's got, he has got for us his unreasonable rant. He's got a minute to get it in. Josh, it's so unreasonable that we only give him 30 seconds to do it. I'm listening. <laughs> That's Josh Merriman with us, Darren. Oh, man. What did you new... let him in the studio for? Because you're off laying on the beach like some <laughs> lobster. Anyway, here's Darren with his unreasonable rant. It has been reported that Brazil spent $11.3 billion on the World Cup. $11.3 billion. You're a third world country. Where are you even getting this money? Shouldn't you be more worried about, you know, running water and less worried about building a new stadium in the rainforest for your disgrace with the national team to go out and lose 7-1 to in? The U.S. team only lost one nothing to Germany. You lost 7-1. to That's unheard of in professional soccer, especially the World Cup. The only good thing Brazil had to offer was Giselle Bunchen, and she went and ruined that by marrying Tom Brady. That dude wears Uggs. Uggs, you know, the fuzzy chick shoes that every teenage girl making a duck face on Facebook wears? Yeah, those shoes. Brazil, you bring nothing to the table except the disgrace of a national team, political corruption, and unnecessary government spending to make our government blush. Rant over. Wow. Well done on time. Dan had his finger on the button about to mute you. As long as we have you on the phone, (laughs) do you have a pest of the week? I do, and it's uh, it's the ESPN uh, magazine body issue. Yes. Whoever decided to put uh, uh, Prince Fielder in there, they need to be fired. They're my pest of the week. You weren't with us because you're off vacation and loving life, but at the beginning of the program we talked about it. Darren, I am starving. I haven't had a meal, and you know how important that is to me because my wife put <laughs> the, that issue re- arrived at our house. She put it on the table. I've been a- nowhere. I haven't been able to go near the table. The thing is horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Darren, thanks for joining us. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your vacation. We look to getting back with you real soon. All right, man. See you soon. See ya. Speaking of uh, our segments, Zach, you have a bit of useless information you want to share with us. I do. Uh, I was online today, and I got into that mode where one link leads to another link, and before you know it, you've ended up somewhere you didn't mean to be. And I was looking at stats for former NBA center Manute Bowl. And he had a lot of unique things about his career. He had more blocks than points scored. He was the tallest NBA player as a teammate of the shortest NBA player. 
the most impressive thing to me, he allegedly killed a lion with a spear in the Sudan where he was born. Mm-hmm. Man. I have no follow-up information for that. For the simple reason that the dude killed a lion with a spear. That's impressive. And by the way, he once stood in these very, very studios at the Benson and Those Guys program has aired. I believe that is almost, he's got to be the only NBA player who's ever killed a lion with a spear. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Josh Merriman has been good enough to join us in Darren's absence. Josh, again, I'm so glad you've been here, but... Uh, we conclude our show typically each week going around the room and with a pest of the week. So would you like to share who your pest for this past week is? Is this a pest person or a pest it's animal? Anybody. Darren Darren got a bad call on an umpire. Uh, called a bad call on him in a softball, church league softball. He, would. he, and would. he nailed the guy. He I'm sure yeah. he did. He called uh, my, pest, my pest would probably be Luis Suarez from Uruguay who bit the Italian defender. I mean, all the talent in the world and, and that's how you react. That's just... That would be a pest to me. <laughs> My pest of the week this week is uh, the guy who positioned the screen for batting practice at Progressive Field in Cleveland on Wednesday. If you're not aware, New York Yankees outfielder Carlos Beltran suffered two small facial fractures in the batting cage Wednesday when a batted ball ricocheted off the screen back into his face. Clearly, this was intentional by the people in Cleveland, and I am calling for a full investigation by Major League Baseball. My pest of the week is all the players and teams who are sitting around doing nothing because they're waiting for LeBron. Example, Chris Bosh has got a max offer on the deal from Houston, but he's waiting to see if he has to take less to stay with LeBron. Dude, you're Chris Bosh. Just take the max offer. My pest of the week are the Minnesota Vikings. Why? Minnesota Vikings. That's out of left field. (laughs) My Uncle Tony, who I love dearly, passed away, went home to be with the Lord this week and never got to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl. And uh, so they're my pest of the week in his memory. So, but he's got better things to celebrate now. He doesn't have to worry about uh, watching his team lose any more Super Bowls anymore. Or put my man's back. uncle dies. He's in glory with Jesus, and he's blaming the Minnesota Vikings because they didn't win a football no. game while he was oh. here. So. While he was here. <laughs> hey, you've been listening to Benson and those guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. I want to thank Darren for joining us by phone. Josh for coming into the studio. Take a visit to us online, www.btgprogram.com. Shout out us at Twitter, at BTG Program. And we're on Instagram. And we're on Instagram. And we're on Facebook. And I drive down the road every once in a while, so wave to me there. Other than that, have a great week. We'll see you next time on Benson and Those Guys.